Exeter Public School presents The Bell, a podcast run by kids for kids and the big kids at home. So settle in, don't be late, it's time for The The Bell. Bell. Hi guys and welcome back to the third episode of The Bell. Hey Tom, how are you? I'm wonderful Oscar. Fancy seeing you here. Mm. In this show we have a great number of segments lined up for you. Do we really? Well, I heard that there's a secret sound competition. There sure is, Oscar, and it's going to be a cracker. So let's jump right into the first segment with Amazing Animals. Hi, it's Ale, Oscar and Harry. Oscar, me and Harry have been dying to tell you about our research project. What is it, Alessandra and Harry? It's about the kangaroo rat. The kangaroo, wait, what? The kangaroo rat, Oscar, honestly. Oh, Harry, you want, do you want to fill him in with some information? Yeah, sure. The kangaroo rat is a very small brown animal with a little white tip on his tail. Well, that's got to be noticeable. Yeah. I know, right? And they can live 10 years without any water oh, i can't even survive a mass lesson without any water i know and they have 20 teeth in their mouth i think i've only got 18 in my mouth don't tell my mom also they can jump up to nearly three meters honestly i thought i was good at high jump but i don't even think i want to bother and they can even hear the silent owl approaching i thought owls were meant to be dead silent i know right Oh, there goes the bell. Time to go to lunch, guys. Bye. Wow, Tom. There sure are a lot of interesting animals out there. There sure is, Oscar. Now let's get into Kids Chat with Kitty. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's Kids Chat. Chat. <laughs> um, we have our wonderful kindy buddies here today who are going to talk us through their holidays. I'm, I'm Noah and I'm here with Lukey today. Lukey, what did you do in the holidays? I went to Yamba and we rode our bikes and scooters and we stayed in the mint house and I got some new things. Other people got one or two things but and then I didn't do much after that. Yeah, that sounds like fun. All right, we'll pass you on to Josh and Jackson. G'day guys, I'm Josh and I'm here today with my wonderful buddy Jackson. Jackson, what did you do in the holidays? I went to... That was funny. <laughs> what did you do? Did you go to the beach? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Which beach? I was finished on holidays, went back home for a long time. We had to have showers because we had sand on each other. Yeah? And... After shower, we had dinner and vitamins and brush teeth and go to bed. Yeah? Was the beach nice and warm? Did you see any crabs? That sounds like a great holiday, Jackson. Passing you on to Taz. Hi, I'm Taz with my wonderful buddy Lil with me today. What did you do in your holidays, Lil? Um, I went to the Duck Duck Goose Park. The Duck Duck Goose Park in Mittagong. Oh, I know that place. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What'd you do? I fed the ducks. What? What did you feed the ducks? Oats. Why oats? Because they love oats and they're not allowed to have bread. They aren't allowed to have bread. That's a bit odd. Now passing on to Holly. Hello, my name is Holly and this is my buddy Montana. Montana, what did you do in the holidays? Um, I played with my sister outside. Really? Did you go to Dustin Ranch in Barrel? <gasps> Dustin Ranch in Barrel? Oh no. my god. No? Oh, okay. Um, what else did you do? Um, I went to a cafe. Went to a cafe? Ooh, that sounds like fun. Uh, thank you for joining in on Kids Chat and catch you next time. Bye. 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 Wow, sounds like the kindergartens had an amazing holiday. It sure did, Tom. Now let's kick it off with a soccer rundown. <laughs> Get it? You're so punning, Oscar. Thank you. Olay, 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 olay. 
Hi, I'm Ollie. I'm Harry. And I'm Oscar. I'm here to talk about to you about all soccer things. Hey Ollie, in the last few weeks we've had some tremendous games in sport. Remember that game against Man City in Inter Milan in the Champions League final? Yeah, it was a cracker for goal by Rodrigo Hernandez, who scored the only goal as Manchester City defeated the Inter Milan in the final. Hey Harry, can you hear that? I sure can. Do you know what it is? I'm pretty sure. I think it might be... Oscar the Sporty Dude. Oi, that was my line. Sorry, but you were right. Well, I was, but you can be too. Oscar, going off topic. Oh, okay. Anyway, the reason I'm here is because I want to talk about the Women's World Cup. Oh, yeah, I forgot. How can you forget? The 2023 Women's World Cup is just around the corner. The ninth edition of the tournament to take place in Australia and New Zealand. The United States will arrive as defending champions and are chasing their fifth Women's World Cup title. As co-hosts, the Matildas were automatically placed in Group B for the 2023 Women's World Cup. They were joined by the Republic of Ireland, Nigeria and Canada after a draw was conducted in Auckland. Go the Matildas! Australia will play on the opening day of the 2023 Women's World Cup against the Republic of Ireland in Sydney. Hey, guess what, Harry? I've actually got tickets to that match. No way! Yeah, me and my dad are going to that match. Oh, I wish I could come. Yeah. Australia... Matildas will then face Nigeria in Brisbane before rounding out group play against Canada in Melbourne. Guess what? It's time for a joke. Why was the stadium so cool? Because there were so many fans. Okay, Ollie, that was like the worst joke I have ever heard in my life. Oh, there goes the bell. Bye! Bye. Thanks, boys. It's always good to know what's happening in the soccer world. Now for a change of pace, let's do Would You Rather with Year One. OMG, they are the best. Let's see how they go. Woo! Hi, it's Ale. And Reese. With us today are... Charlotte. Hi. Olive. Hi. Molly. Hello. Lizzie. Hi. And Isabel. Hello. Are you ready to play? Would you rather? Yes! Hey, Charlotte, would you rather math or writing? Math. Why do you choose math? Because I love numbers. Olive, would you rather poop out sprinkles or burp out Oreos? Burp out Oreos. I know who I'm going to when I have no food. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Molly, would you rather have all the Lego you want or all the Squishmallows? All the Squishmallows I want. (laughs) Why all the Squishmallows? Because it would be so fluffy and squishy. Lizzie, would you rather a bunny or a a guinea pig? A guinea pig. Why a guinea pig? Because they... They're cuddly and they're fluffy. Nice. Hey, Isabel, would you rather have a pet dolphin or a pet narwhal? A pet dolphin. Why a pet dolphin? Because they're really cute. Hey, Charlotte, would you rather hair made out of fairy floss or teeth made out of gummies? Fairy floss. Alright. Why, why hair made out of fairy floss? Because I can eat my hair. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Olive, would you rather watch a movie or create YouTube? Create YouTube. Yeah. Why create YouTube? Because it's fun. Molly, would you rather fly or breathe underwater? Breathe underwater. Why breathe underwater? <laughs> because um, I can um, explore everywhere in the ocean. Nice. Hey, Lizzie, would you rather be an elephant or an ant? An elephant. Why an elephant? Because if you're an ant, you'll get squashed. Elephant, you can see at zoos and it's really cool. Hey, Ali and Rich, would you rather only be able to run slowly or not be able to jump? Not be able to jump. Yeah, I think I agree. Not be able to jump. Oh, there goes the bell. Let's go to lunch. Bye. Bye.
Thanks, Year One, for that would you rather. It sure gives us a clue on what goes on in your minds. Now we're going to go on to Kids Chat with Free Four. Hello, I'm your host, Tyler, and we're on Kids Chat. We have got Eric. Hi. Sam. Hi. Avalyn. Hi. And Quinn. Hi. Why did you do in the holidays, Eric? I went to a Harry Potter science experiment and I made slime and a potion. I also did a teabag experiment where we lit the teabag on fire, said Wingardium Leviosa, and the teabag flew up. Whoa. Wow. Wow. That sounds like fun. Who's your favourite Harry Potter character? Harry Potter. Sam, what did you do in the holidays? I went to my birthday party. How old did you turn? Nine. What did you do at the party? Play dodgeball. That sounds very fun. Avalyn, what did you do at... <laughs> what did you do in the holidays? Oh, I had a big sleepover with my cousins. How many nights did you stay at your cousins' The house? one. What did you do at the sleepover? We played a big game of tip. Did you have fun? Yes. How much? A lot. That sounds great. Quinn, what did you do in the holidays? I went down to Canberra. Um, we we stayed at my granddad's house, and um, me, my sister, and my mum went to the Snow and Corrin Forest in Canberra, and we went to bogganing, and it was so much fun. I love Canberra. I love Ca- Canberra. Was it cold? Very cold. Did you toboggan or ski? At the Corrin Forest? I did tobogganing. That's that's all we have time for. See you next time on... Kids, Kids Chat! Chat! Bye. Bye. Bye! Thanks, Free Four. Your holiday sounded amazing. It sure did. Now for our second segment of Amazing Animals. Amazing animals! Hey Eliza, how are you going? Great Jojo, I'm so excited for this. I know, it's going to be so much fun. I know, right? Hey Eliza, guess what animal we will be talking about today? I don't know, there's too many Jojo. Well, we will be talking about the goblin shark, one of the most unusual animals there is. Well, can you tell me more about this goblin shark you've heard of? Well, goblin sharks are really rare to be found because they can dive down to the depth of 4,270 metres deep. That is about as deep as the Grand Canyon. While humans can only dive down to the depth of 170 feet to 350, which is about the size of a pyramid. Well, I never knew that was even possible. Wait, I think I know some things about a goblin shark. Well, can you tell me some? Okay, here are some facts that I know about it. Its predator is known to be a blue shark, although it has never been seen killing or eating a goblin shark. Scientists believe it it is its predator because of testing they've done, because testing remaining pieces that they found washed up on the beach. Wow, I'm blown away by that fact. I know an awesome fact. Its name is really hard to pronounce for me, so I hope I get it right, or, or at least close. Midosakina... Ostoni? It's pronounced Mitsukonia Ostoni, Jojo. Oh, oops. Also known as the goblin shark or elfin shark. Less than 50 specimens have officially been recorded and described, although in a rare event, over 100 were caught in 2003. Oh my goodness, that is probably the best fact I have ever heard in my life. Aw, that's the bell. I hope you have a wonderful day. And let's hope you never encounter one of those goblin shucks. That's all from us. Over and out. Thanks, Amazing Animals. That was truly incredible. Now to kick it off with the principal's report. Today we welcome Mr Barnes and Mrs Nash to give us some updates about what's been happening around the school and to also let us about any new exciting things on the horizon for our school. 
Mr. Barnes and Mrs. Nash, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. It's been a busy and exciting start to the term from the students' perception. Can you tell us about what's been happening as part of your roles? Thanks, Jenna. I'll uh, start. So we've had a wonderful end to term two with our Exeter XL values and we had a number of students who are achieving their silver badges. So with these silver badges, they're then working towards a gold badge where they get to have a wonderful morning tea with Mr Barnes and I and we get to have cake and some yummy treats in the sun and um, celebrate their achievements and celebrate them being such respectful, responsible and safe students within our school. So I'm really looking forward to seeing so many more students who are going to be achieving those bronze, silver and gold awards. Um, In the library, we have been starting to uh, do a lot of borrowing and we are working towards some of our book week activities. And I'm really pleased with the amount of students who have returned their books at the start of this term and who are borrowing new and challenging texts to read either at home or in the classroom. Um, We also are sending a number of students next Friday to the Windjacarabie District Athletics Carnival. This is going to be a fabulous day and some of our students are definitely looking like they could go on to represent Windjacarabie at the South Coast Carnival after that and I wish all those students well next Friday. Mr White and I will be uh, taking that team to Eridge Park and um, it's going to be a great day. Uh, Also next week we are sending some students and teachers down to the Women's World Cup in Sydney which is amazing. It is so wonderful to see women in sport and the fact that they are shining brightly and we are going to have a wonderful day next Tuesday and um, get to see some quality athletes in action and I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks guys. Um, From my perspective, um, we've had a really busy start to the term. Over the school holidays, we had our classroom upgrade finished over in the kindergarten and year two classrooms and they look amazing. We also had some solar panels installed on the roof of the building of the four, five and year six classrooms. We've actually got a 24 kilowatt system, which means we should be able to power a lot um, of our school, at least around five classrooms worth of power, which is fantastic for our sustainability. Uh, We had a great day. First day back, the staff. So we had staff development day on Monday where we spoke about our school scope and sequence and how we're teaching the curriculum. We also did some professional learning on the new curriculum because there are some changes coming to our, um, the way we teach literacy and numeracy in particular. Um, We also spoke about peer observation. So staff watching each other teach during um, timetabled sessions this term, which is also great for our development. And we just had a really good time planning this term. So there's lots of things happening inside and outside the classroom this term. What new and exciting things are planned for the remainder of this term? Oh, Josh, we all know that term three is the best term because it's book week. Yep, that's right. So for book week this year, the theme is read, inspire and grow. And we're looking at uh, lots of different activities already in the library and we are starting to plan how we are going to showcase that theme in the lead up to our celebration day on Wednesday the 23rd of August. On Wednesday the 23rd we have some fantastic activities planned which includes our dress up as your favourite book character. We have the Scholastic Book Fair where students and families can come into school and purchase from the book fair. A percentage of the sales from that day go directly back to our school library as well. We've got some literacy activities planned where students will break up into their sporting house groups and rotate through our uh, different class teachers. We're going to have a lovely family picnic day where extended family are also invited to come in and uh, have lunch with uh, their little ones. And the most exciting one that we've got planned for this year is we are going to have a bake a book stall. I'll explain what that one is. So our students and families are invited to bake a cake and then decorate the cake in either the title of a book, 
a theme from the book, a character from the book. And this is done at home and it's definitely a choice one because I know baking isn't for everyone. So when people have baked their cake, they then bring it in on Wednesday the 23rd of August and we have them all on display in the library. If you bake a cake at home, your name then goes into a raffle and I'll pull three names out and give those people some money to spend at the book fair. The exciting thing is, after we have all had a look at the wonderful cakes that are on display, we are going to have a massive cake store where we chop up those cakes and we sell them off and we then use, once again, the proceeds to purchase new and exciting books or activities for the library. We've done this activity um, only once before and it was four or five years ago. I've started showing the classes some of the examples of the cakes that people have made um, in the past and they were amazing. There are some that are extremely detailed and intricate. There are others that are very simple yet effective where they've done a coloured slab cake and then they have drawn pictures that go with that book and book title. And it was so wonderful to see. I think last time we had about 45 cakes that people made, which is huge. And our cake stall actually went on for two or three days. We had that many cakes. So I'm really looking forward to our Book Week Celebration Day on Wednesday the 23rd of August and we will send more information out to parents via Class Dojo and our School Bites emails. So please keep an eye out for those in the next week or two. Another uh, interesting um, thing that we are doing this term is during our podcasts, I'm going to be running a regular session on wellbeing, resilience and our school uh, social and emotional learning program, which is called Second Step. So I'd really love for parents, if they have any questions about wellbeing, uh, welfare, resilience and the Second Step program, if they could complete the survey that Mr Barnes has sent out via our School Bytes um, emails and uh, let me know if you've got any questions. But also please fill that in um, regarding any types of segments that you'd like to see on our podcast and any questions that you would like to have answered on those sessions as well. Thanks, guys. Great. Yep. Um, also, this term we've got coming up, um, our NRL clinics. So I know parents have been talking to me for a number of years now about having different opportunities for students after school. So our local NRL development officers came to school today and ran a session with every class. Um, and that leads into the after-school activities that if parents want to opt in, there is a cost. Um, they're going to run some um, fun afternoon sessions for NRL development. And that's not tackling. That's NRL development in terms of sportsmanship, skills, fun and fitness. And so that will run straight after school on a Tuesday until 4.30. Um, and there's information going home to parents about that today and tomorrow. We've also got our interest groups program. So... Um, later this term, on a Wednesday, I think it's the 15th of August, um, we're breaking up into our interest groups for the whole day. So we are putting a call out to parents and other community members. If you have a skill or an interest that you'd like to share with students, we can cap the number of students in your session. So you might only want 5, 10 or 15 maximum in your group. You will have some teacher support with that. Um, if you've got something you'd like to share with students, it might be a language, it might be a certain um, sporting skill or craft or some sort of hobby, um, please get in contact and let us know because the success of that day really relies on um, the ability of us to offer lots of different sessions for students to opt in. And the final thing, very exciting this term, the talent show. It has been locked in Thursday, the 21st of September, the second last day of term. We are all going in on the bus to Mossvale Services Club where we will have our school talent show. So we've already put the call out to students and we'll be reminding them every day that if they would like to um, enter something in that talent show, start practicing. So we're going to have individual and small group um, items. Each class will also present an item on the day and it will also be recorded so that we can send that link home to parents who can't attend uh, because we will be uh, presenting that live during the day on that Thursday. So lots of great things happening this term. Uh, really looking forward to it. Thanks, Josh and Jenna. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today on the Exeter Podcast.
Thanks for that, Mr. Barnes. It's never good when you're having a chat to us, but it was A-OK that time. <laughs> now we're going to move on to Basketball Bash. This is Lewis. And this is... Harry. Welcome to the Basketball Bash. Hey, Harry. Did you watch the Lakers versus Warriors match in the NBA playoffs? Yes, I did, and what a match. So let's run through what happened in game one. Did you see the Warriors? They lost, though, but it was still a good match. Both teams did so well. The score was still close, 117 to 112. So, yeah, they did do well, but I guess the Lakers did better. Did you see the block Anthony Davis did? And that block got the Lakers off to a great shooting streak. Fun fact, did you know that LeBron James can play with his son next year? That, imagine playing with your son, that's pretty cool. I've got one too. What is it? Did you know that Clay Thompson for the Warriors scored the most threes in one game and I can't believe they lost to the Lakers? That's pretty cool. It's hard to get the most number of three-pointers in a match in a league of 30 teams. Now let's get back to the matches. Wow. Game one was a thriller. Both teams got off to a great start. But that block made the Warriors lose grip on the game. Now what happened in game two, Harry? It was a complete turnaround. Do you want to know the score? Yeah. It was 127 to 100 and the Lakers let their guard down. Clay Thompson scored 30 points and he got eight three-pointers. You have to be pretty skilled to do that, and that is a lot of three-pointers. He scored eight 23-feet shots. That's far away from the hoop. Hey, Harry, who would you rather, LeBron James or Steph Curry? I think I'd rather LeBron James. I think I'd rather LeBron James too. They both did well in the NBA playoffs against each other. i got a joke. What is it? Why can't basketball players go on holidays? Why? Because they can't travel. Oh, wow, that's a good one because there's a foul call to travel. What happened in game three? Well, the Lakers won by 30 points. What was the final score? The final score was 127 to 97. Ouch, that's sad for Warriors fans, but that stuff happens. It wouldn't feel good to lose by 30 points. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's it from me. And me. We'll We'll see see you next next time on on How's How's That. That. Bye. Thanks, boys. You really shot for the stars with that one. See what I did there, Oscar? Yeah, <laughs> sure did, Tommy. <laughs> All right, now let's go back out of this world and meet and greet the astronomical Astro Boys. <sighs> time hi guys welcome back to the astronomical astro boys jacks oscar and ethan so what are we doing today oscar what's on the agenda hmm i wonder um what's wrong is oscar i don't know hi by the way right i'll leave him to you no uh oscar are you still with me what yeah i'm still here i was just wondering how it all started uh sure what are you talking about again ethan please help You're on your own, pal. Sorry, not sorry. Have you ever thought how the humans came into existence? I actually think Oscar is broken. I'm going to go try fix him. Here we go. Oscar, this is a space segment for a podcast, not a cornerstone class. Can we please move on and regain focus? You're not really talking about space-related things, so... Oh, but I am, though. I'm talking about what created us, what created the solar system, and what created Earth. Oscar, have you hit your head? No, I don't need fixing and I'm perfectly fine. I'm talking about the Big Bang. Yes, the Big Bang. The topic's always been a little bit misty for me. What is the Big Bang again? Oh my gosh, it's such an amazing show. I've watched all 12 seasons. (sighs) Yes, it is a good show, but that's not it. I believe that's called the Big Bang Theory. I think the Big Bang was an explosion in the universe. Oh, you mean a nuke? No! Oh, Jax, you researched it a while back. Can you remind me? 
Yeah, but that was... Oh my gosh. Hurry up. You haven't even started what it is. Do you want me to do it? Because you two are being very slow today. Ouch. That hurt, Ethan. I think of your little fun facts that you're going to say. You gave me this position. <sighs> Whatever. Anyways, a bit off topic, but I was right about the Big Bang. It was an explosion in the universe and it made the solar system. But how did it happen? I'll get to that. Hold your horses. Be patient. Jeez. I'm all ears. <sighs> all right. Here's the verdict. At first, everything was nothing, if that makes sense. There wasn't a solar system in sight, just a huge void of nothingness. I wasn't even alive. Well, duh, Oscar. You're only 12. Yeah, I know. That's why I said I wasn't alive. Duh, Ethan. <sighs> Fair enough. Carry on. Anyway, there wasn't nothing for so long until the Big Bang happened. Here's what we've been waiting for. Just before you start, Oscar, I'm not sorry for interrupting you, but I found these, really, these facts really interesting. Do you mind? You know what, Ethan? I do mind. I was talking and you've interrupted twice today. Thanks. Did you know it took one billionth of a trillionth of a trillionth for a second for the universe to expand from nothing to the size of a football field? That's pretty dang fast. Whoa, that is very fast. What do you think about that fact, Jax? Well, it's definitely faster than a car. That's all I know. Second fact. One second after the Big Bang, the universe reached temperature of 10 billion degrees. 10 billion? That's hotter than the core of the sun. And that gets as hot as 27 million degrees. Now that I'm done, are you happy? Yes, I'm happy, Ethan. So about 14 billion years ago, the universe kind of appeared from nowhere as a little clump of pure energy. From there, it expanded and expanded trillions of times in an instant. This was the Big Bang. And with that, there were these things called atoms. They were really tiny. Oh, the superhero? No, unfortunately not. And when I mean tiny, I mean so tiny you can't see them. In fact, we are made of atoms. Oh, oh, I think I can see one. <sighs> are you sure they aren't the crumbs from your lunch, Jax? Anyways, a bit off topic. So, the Big Bang. It was a big thing. Get it? Tough crowd. Anyway, the Big Bang was what created everything you know. Without the Big Bang, you wouldn't be here, and neither would your parents and so on. Well, thank God for the Big Bang. Imagine a world without me. Uh, yeah. A world without you would be terrible, Jax. I know, right? Jax, can't you see how sarcastic Oscar is being? I can't imagine how dreadful a world without you would be. Or sarcastic. <laughs> Never mind. <sighs> okay. As I was saying, nothing would exist without the Big Bang. In fact, it took millions of years for humans to even come into life. In the first millisecond of existence, there was so much energy of the universe, so it produced little particles smaller than atoms. So, smaller than the tip of a pen? Yes, Jax, way smaller than the tip of a pen. So some of these teeny tiny particles joined together to create the centre of atoms. But it wasn't until the universe was around 380,000 years old that fully grown atoms formed, and then hundreds of millions of years later, the galaxies and stars started forming. So the universe is older than the dinosaurs? <sighs> Jax, I'm going to let you figure that one out yourself. Ugh, that's so much effort. <sighs> anyway, ever since the universe began from the Big Bang, it's kept on expanding and expanding and cooling down, and it's probably going to do that for the rest of eternity. Although the humans won't be there to experience it. Why not? Because the sun is due to explode within about 5 billion years and devour Mercury, Venus, Earth and Mars. That's another story. Sorry to end on that, Luna, guys. That was a bit dark. So is that it? Yes, Jax, it is. Okay, that took way too long. And that's, and that's a wrap from, from the Astronomical Astro Boys. Stay, Stay tuned and listen out for us for the next episode. <laughs>Thanks for that little trip in our favourite rocket ship, Astronomical Astro Boys. Now it's time to get quacking with Poultry Pals. Hello, and this is Abby with a brand new segment, Poultry Pal. Now, Miss Hutt, I've heard you're getting some new chickens. Oh, look, I've been thinking about it, Abby, so I'm actually really happy to be on your very first episode of Poultry Pals. Yes, Do you mind exciting. if um, I throw some questions your way? Not at all. Ask me anything. Oh, fantastic. I know you are the expert at Exeter Public School, all things poultry. Why, thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. 
my first question. Remember, I'm a beginner, okay? Yep. All right, so what are some good things that I could feed my chooks? There's quite a few things you can feed your chooks and sometimes it's good to let them go free range. You can get a little enclosure for them. But okay. some of the best things you could feed them are grains, fruit, veggies, but you usually need to cook those and cooked meat as well. Eggshells in the insides of an egg, herbs and nuts. Wow, okay, that's interesting. Thank you. So when I'm giving them eggs, how do I stop them um, wanting to kind of eat their own eggs? Well, well, what's worked for us is usually you sort of open the egg and give it to them without them seeing so they don't really understand that it's what they've uh, just... Makes sense. And if they do start eating their own eggs, sometimes you can put a bit of pepper, mayonnaise, whatever you want that you think they'll find disgusting in it. Wow, okay. It'll, they'll think, oh, I don't want that anymore. <laughs> Who knew mayonnaise? I, that was just first thought. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good pepper. Pepper would probably work better. <laughs> I think so too. All right, I've got another one for you. You ready? Yep, throw it at me. So how can I help keep them healthy? Ooh, this is a good one. Chickens usually keep themselves healthy by giving themselves dust baths and picking off anything. But an extra way to keep your flock healthy and happy um, you can clean their coop, you can sanitise their coop, do all that sort of stuff. Keep the sick chickens away from the rest of the flock and give them sort of uh, treatment that'll just help them. If they're sick, remove if, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if they're sick, remove them into a little, I don't know, part-time enclosure. Yeah. Um, apple cider vinegar is good for egg-bound chickens uh-huh. and sick chickens as well. It basically just flushes them out, gives them all the nutrients they need to keep going. And, yeah, and they love the taste of it. Wow. Strangely. Yeah, great advice. Thank you, Abby. I've got another one for you. I really want to make sure that my chickens are safe. So how can I protect them from foxes? Oh, I hate foxes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, foxes, they're usually pretty smart, so these might work. I think they will work, but it's a good suggestion. If you want chickens, you can get a chicken run. Yeah. Just get a chicken run, put them in there, do that sort of stuff. If you do have foxes, though, and you want to get rid of them, put out a trap. They've got quite big uh, traps for foxes specifically. Mm-hmm. And you just sort of put a bit of meat in there and they'll go in there and eat it. Yeah. And they'll get trapped and then you can just give them to someone who will get rid of them. <laughs> someone uh, else's problem, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but you probably should get a fence. Okay. Just big suggestion. <laughs> yep. Great idea. Might be the best way to roll. So, yeah. Thank you. Now, because I want to be really prepared, in case any of my chooks get sick, what should I do? So chickens and ducks, they usually ducks are a bit harder to tell than chooks, mm-hmm. but both definitely aren't easy. But some, some good signs that they're sick, not good signs, but easy to tell signs. Yeah, yeah. Um, their tails may be drooping. They'll be slanted sort of downwards, okay. not up and... Or pointing and happy and uh, the crown on the top of a chicken's head, they could droop, change colours. They yep. go, they either go a bit purple or a bit white. Um, they seem slow and sad a lot of the time. Aww. They just, they just don't move a lot. Okay. So um, their behaviour changes. Yeah, and usually when a chicken and duck will get skinny, they'll stop eating and drinking. Mm-hmm. So. You'll f- if you feel their crop and their neck and all that, they'll feel very skinny and small mm-hmm. under all those feathers. Yep. And that's one of the biggest signs. And they also seem weak. They won't move. They're lethargic. Okay. And they're very silent. Okay. Memory, yes. Yeah, really good tips. Thank you. I'll be on the lookout for that. Now, because I'm very, very much a beginner, what's the best breed that I should get of chickens or ducks even? Well... There's quite a few good breeds that you can get, but one of my top breeds for you to get is something called an Orpington chicken. They're very, they're quite large chickens. They have insane egg laying rates. Do they? They weigh a lot and hold quite a lot of meat. They're known to make amazing pets because of their friendly, they're very friendly and affectionate towards people too. Nice. And ducks, Usually white Pekin ducks. Mm-hmm. They also lay very well. They share the same qualities as Orpingtons. Mm-hmm. And they were bred specifically for food, but people decided they were great pets at some point with their strong immune systems, easy growth and gentle nature, along with their egg-laying rates. 
These birds produce around 150 to 200 eggs per year. Wow. As I said earlier, are also meat ducks. Yeah, okay. Wow, that's lots of great information there, Abby. Thank you. Yeah. I think you've really set me up for success here. Yeah. And I know that if I've got any other questions, you are the one I'm going to go to. All right. (laughs) Well, I'll hatch you all later, my fine feathered friends. Stay excellent. Keep on quacking. And remember, if you want to give any questions to us for me to answer... Go to exeterpublic at gmail.com. I'll repeat, exeterpublic at gmail.com. And people can email you questions? Yes, oh, email fantastic. questions. I'm going to write that email down. What was it again? Exeterpublic at gmail.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Abby. I really appreciate your help. You're welcome. Bye. Thanks for that, Abby. That was well and truly quacked us. <laughs> nice one, Oscar. Thank now it's you. time to get your squish on with Squishmallows. Hi, everyone. Today, me and Noel will be talking about Squishmallows. Did you know there are over a thousand Squishmallows? Wow, that'll take me ages to collect them all. I know, right? The rarest Squishmallow is Jack the Black Cat. Because there are only 500 and also because it's one of the vintage Squishmallows. Squishmallows also come in a smaller version called the Squishfill. They also come in a three inch size with clips. Well, now I can get massive Squishmallows and tiny Squishmallows. Squishmallows are manufactured in China by a company called Kelly Toy and by a man called Jonathan Kelly. Kelly Toy made about between 25 million and 50 million from selling Squishmallows. Wow, really? Just from selling plushies? Yep. Quiz. What is the rarest Squishmallow? The answer is Jack the Black Cat. Wow, that was a hard one. What is what are the owner's name? Of Squishmallows. It is Jonathan Kelly. Wow. How much money did they make? The answer is 25 million to 50 million. That's a lot of money. I know, right? Thanks for For listening, listening, mate. mate. Thanks for that, boys. I'll be sure to check my collection for that rare one. Now it's time to move on with Kids Chat with 4-5. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Kids Chat with 4-5. With us today we have Angus. Hi. Will. Hello. Eliza. Hi. And me, Anna. So what did you do on the holidays, Angus? I went to Sydney and went on a couple ferry rides. Oh, where did you go on the ferry? Um, We went down through like the city and stuff. Oh, sounds like fun. What about you, Will? I went to the coast and I saw the whales migrating. That sounds fun. And that's pretty much what I did. What about you, Eliza? Well, I went to Sydney as well. I went on a couple of ferry rides, same as Angus. We went shopping and... What did you get? I got stuff from Mecca, like perfume and other stuff. Nice. Well, I went up to Yamba with my whole family, six people, our three dogs and bikes as well. My grandpa has a holiday house there, so we stayed there for about 10 days. We went down to the beach a lot. We didn't really swim. It was a bit cold, but it was fun. Man, you're lucky. That's all from us today. Bye. 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 Thanks for five. It sounds like you had an amazing break. It sure did. Ooh. Now let's now let's hear about Tyler and Sophie's <laughs> Fraser Island thing. Hi, I'm here with Sophie and Tyler. Hi, I'm Tyler. Hi, I'm Sophie. And we're here to talk about Kagari, also known as Fraser Island. Well, I got up to when. I, 
When I went to Fraser Island, the first thing we did, we got ready, we got to our swimmers, we drove on the beach for a little bit, we went to Eli Creek and we swam, we didn't swim down it, down it, we went on a boogie board and we let the current push us down and then we got into the car and we were soaking wet and then we went to the champagne pools, it was really cold but I went in anyway and I thought it would taste like champagne so I told everyone that I was going to drink it and then I drank it because, but my dad said not to because it didn't taste like champagne. Ew! But um, I did it anyway because kids don't always do what they're told. So I drank it and I said, oh, it tastes like salt water. And then dad said, it is salt water. And then I went back home well, into the camp trailer and then... In the next morning, we went to the Mahino Wreck and it was really cool. So this man, um, he went on this um, wreck called the Mahino Wreck and then he was bringing all these poor people to a different country where they could get food and money and stuff like that. And But he had a, um, a crash with another boat, he was forced to go to the sand, so he um, needed to go onto the sand and he didn't know he was going to crash, but he crashed. Mm. Tyler, what did you get up to? So, we went for driving on the sand. Um, we was guiding the fish and dingoes came only a metre away from us and... We forgot the dingo stick and we went fishing. We went to Champagne Pools. We went to Eli Creek as well. And we went and we went to not much. Not much other stuff. We stayed with our uncle's friend, Tony, and he owned a tractor. Thanks for listening to a podcast called Kagari. See you next time. Bye. That sounded great, Sophie and Tyler. Make sure you listen to your parents, Sophie, <laughs> because <laughs> champagne is not for kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so funny, am I not, Tom? Yeah, you're, you're so funny, Oscar. Um, now for my favourite segment, Secret Sound. G'day, I'm Josh. And I'm Tom, and we'll be your host for this brand new segment of Secret Sound. Secret Sound is a new segment where we play a sound, and you guys at home will have to guess what it is. OMG, this is so exciting. Let's kick this off. Hang on, hang on. We have to explain how they submit their answers. To submit your answer, you have to be the first to email us at exeterpublic at gmail.com. No spaces or capital letters. In your email, you will need to send us your, your name, your location and your age and your best guess of the sound. If you get the sound correct, you will get a free voucher for Friday Food Fun Lunch. If you are not part of Exeter Public School, you will get a shout out on our podcast. And just to make it clear, the first person to guess it will get the reward. Not all the people, just the first. Okay, guys, let's play the sound. That's a tough one, Joshy. Because it's such a doozy, let's hear that sound again. So what are you waiting for, guys? Drop us a line at exitofpublic at gmail.com. Hang on, hang on, Josh. Can you say it one more time? I have to grab my pen. Sure, Tom. Exitofpublic at gmail.com. Remember, first in, first served. The winner will be announced in the fourth episode of The Bell. Catch you next time on The Bell. It sounds like a tough sound to crack, Tom. What is it? I'm not telling you, Oscar. I hosted it. Oh, can I please know? No, you can't. Oh. Now it's time to get on to sport time. (laughs) 
What was, was that, that you said? said? That's right, sport time. With me, Cadell. And me, Josh. Don't forget Noah. Hey, it's Noah. Wait, guys, what about our special guest? Don't worry, he's coming later in the podcast. Anyway, guys, let's start our sport time with what is going to happen later on in today's podcast. Cadell, Nora and I and our lovely audience will be talking about an amazing event. Soccer, Soccer World Cup! Let's play football. World Cup! Right, it's the women's time to shine in this year's Women's World Cup. Anyway, passing you on to Cadell. Yo, what's up, guys? Anyway, the Women's World Cup just started. Now passing it on to Josh on how he thinks they'll perform and what team he thinks will win. Thanks, Cadell. Well, I believe the United States have a fair chance. They are ranked top. What are you on about, mate? I think it's obvious Australia are going to win. I mean, they do have Sam Kerr. Well, Cadell, you don't lie there. Australia have performed very well this season. You're welcome. Now passing it on to, yeah, you guessed it, Unusual Sports with Noah. Welcome to today's Unusual Sport. And I always say this, but I can assure you won't guess what Unusual Sport I have planned for you today. Camel jumping. Where you have to jump over camels horizontally and the more camels you can jump, the more they make you jump. Crazy, right? Crazy? That's the most insane thing. Crazy, mate. That's the dumbest sport I've ever heard of. How is that even real? Well, let's not make our special guest wait anymore. Now, come on in, Matthew. Yo, what's up? Um, this guy? Mate, no one's laughing. Well, I thought it was pretty good, not going to lie. Well, I didn't. But anyway, I heard you guys chatting about the Soccer World Cup coming up. You're damn right we have. And don't tell anyone, but Australia wins World Cup. Okay. Yeah, kiddo. I heard you say that Australia will win and... I totally do not agree with you, mate. Ireland are so going to crush Australia. I'm sorry to say. But from my what calculations, are you on about, it is the truth. No way is that true. But anyway, say bye to Matthew bye. and thanks for coming in. Now for ta- now time for Josh's joke of the week. Why did the football quit the team? Because he was tired of being kicked around. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining in on Sport Time. Stay, stay safe, safe, my friends. friends. Peace. And, and make, make sure, sure to stay, stay tuned, tuned for the, the next, next one. one. We'll, we'll see, see you on, on the field. Thanks for that, Sport Time Blokes. Sounded great. Now, because we can't get enough of unusual animals, here's another one. Hi guys, my name is Ava and this is Ella. Hey! We're here to tell you about unusual sports, horse edition. So, let's start by talking about a sport called ostrich racing. What? I thought we decided to talk about unusual sports. Not sports we wish were real. Um, it is a real sport. Okay, so let me guess. You just sit on the back of ostriches as if they're horses and ride them? Actually, that's pretty much it. They can even be ridden with special horse-like saddles, reins and bits, as well as being attached to wagons that people sit in. So they're just like horses, but with feathers, a long and skinny neck, two legs and a beak. Now that I think about it, they're not like horses at all. Yeah, but you seem like you're really in a horsey mood. I am, but I'm also feeling cold, like a snow sport. Lucky for you, I've got the perfect sport. Drum roll, please. Thank you. It's called horse boarding. Are you being serious here? I'm not sure your head's in the right place. Did you hit it? No, I don't think so. But yes, it is a real sport. Maybe you've never heard it because it's pretty new. It only started in 2004. Okay, but what do you do in it? Well, it's about a horse and a rider towing a snowboarder through rough and snowy terrain. How do you win? By being the fastest, of course. Now I'm really interested. Are there any other sports? No, sorry, we're out of time. But catch us next time because today we're going to go watch the first ostrich racing. Thank you, unusual animals. I didn't know there were so many of them. So many what, Oscar? Unusual animals. Duh. Oh my God. Anyway, now it's time to get on to Kids Chat with you two. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Kids Chat. Today I have Lockie, g'day, Ledger, g'day. Kaylee and Eve alongside me. Hi. And we're going to be talking about what they've done on the holidays. So, Lockie, what did you do on the holidays? 
I went for a long trip to Sydney to watch the Bulldogs play against um the Dolphins with my cousins. And I went for the Bulldogs, but sadly, um, the Dolphins win. Oh, damn, that's sad, eh? Lock, Ledger, what did you do? I went to the movies with Lockie to see the new Transformers, and it was so good. A bit scary, but not too much. And we got to have popcorn, fizzy drink, and Skittles. Wow. Oh, um, Kaylee, what did you do? I went to the movies to see The Little Mermaid. Who's your favourite character in that movie? The mermaid. She had um, scales and we rainbow scales, and and then when she when she um pulled her when the um she when she pulled her scale, it started to bleed. Sad. Mm. And then mm. we had popcorn, Maltesers, and. A fizzy drink. Yum. 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 Eve, so what did you do? Um, I went to the movies with my grandma and my brother and my cousin to watch Indiana Jones. It was the last one to come out at the movies. And um, we had some popcorn, chocolate Maltesers and some Skittles. It wasn't that scary for me. And... The, my cousin and my brother really liked it. Wow. Nice. Wow, nice. Yeah. All right. That should be all for Kid Chat. Bye. Bye. Thanks, kids from year two. Sounded like you had a great holiday. It sure did, Oscar. Now, remember, if you have any feedback for our podcast or a guest from The Secret Sound, email us at exitapublic at gmail.com. That's exitapublic at gmail.com. It sure is, Oscar. Now remember, there's no capital E in that. that now that's all we have from you for episode three of The Bell. Alrighty, guys. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for sticking around. Here's a brand new song from Exeter Public School's very own Georgia Finlayson. She's an amazing singer-songwriter. Go and check her out on Spotify at Georgia G. This is her brand new track, Angelica Green. So stay tuned, do yourself a favour and give it a listen.